It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience and recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. Hi, Dennis. Hi, James. I'm... <laughs> Hello. <laughs> the opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on replacing habits in this episode 82 of the Defective Characters podcast. Let's go. Do you see how I, I affected the habit of uh, our opening? Yeah. Yeah, you really you that. really changed it, also uh, known as screwed it up. I hate change. <laughs> I was going to edit that, but since you brought it up, now I have to leave it just the way it is. Imperfect <laughs> as us. Just perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's wonderful. So, um, How are you guys? Yep. So, so uh, James, I know uh, today when we're recording this, when it's released, it's Thursday, but it's Marriage Monday. Do you have anything, uh, anything planned up? No, because uh, yeah. she, she's, she just got called back to work. So her first day, she's getting ready to walk out the door. And then I work at night, so we're not going to see each other. And um, maybe we can... Uh, call each other on the phone we've actually been doing that we've been having marriage time over the phone is, is that is that the secret to make uh marriages work you just don't see each other you have your schedules be opposite uh well it's brand new so i'm kitchen <laughs> there's a baby riding a bike with blasting music right now like jamming it's pretty good i never even heard that song song popular in the philippines it sounded like I don't right, know. Some, some disco tech. So, how, how's everything else been the last week? I know the uh, the boys were with you on spring break last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the boys are still with me because um, their um, their mother had a a health scare, but it turns out everything's okay. So she asked if I could keep the boys longer, and I said, "Of course." So. Um, I, they're still here. They're in school now on their computers, and um, I'm going to probably um, just do my podcast and maybe play a little Minecraft after this and then check on them when they're hungry, probably, because they, they come to me when they're hungry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, I'll take them back Wednesday instead of um, – I was going to take them back Saturday, but it didn't work out. Did you all do anything for Easter? We didn't even mention Easter. Oh, happy week. Easter. Happy Easter. Um, I will, after the meeting, I went to, to Walgreens and I got um, some GameStop gift cards. And I got my oldest son a game called Unstoppable Unicorns. Wow. Like a card game. And then the younger son, I got him a, a four-row Rubik's Cube because he's mastered the three-row Rubik's Cube. So Really? They, yeah, and a bunch of candy. They loved it. They were happy. Nice. So 
because of the health scare, you know, I was able to keep my children for Easter and they really, we had a nice Easter. So that was really cool. Well, that's amazing. That's fantastic. It's a miracle. Dennis, what'd you do? Dennis. Uh, Played some Minecraft. I'm currently exclusively only watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm on to season four now. It's pretty, oh, wow. It's pretty good. And it's, it's good. Other than that, not much. Same, same habits of the last week. Nothing for Easter? No. Like, we never really celebrated Easter. Like, growing up, like, when we were kids, we would do, like, the Easter eggs and all of that kind of stuff. But not really. I did have a family group uh, text that was opened up, I guess. And everyone was wishing everyone happy birthdays. I saw my little nephew wearing, like, a bunny rabbit onesie. So that was cute. That's good. He's what now? 14? 15? No, my nephew that was born, like, like he's only a few months old. I was going to say, I'm not judging him, but it's time to step out of the onesie. I do have a 14-year-old nephew, and he's still cute, too. He's not wearing onesies? Maybe. I don't know. What do you have that, against onesies? Onesies uh, like adults can wear onesies. They're everything like gets really very... sweaty. I was wearing, I was actually wearing an Easter Bunny onesie yesterday. James, James has a a new onesie that's like a Ninja Turtle. How do you stay cool in there, James? Oh, I it it was too hot, so I gave it to my wife. She wears it when she goes out to the garage to take care of the little beasts. Just put your air conditioning down to like forty, and then wear your onesie. You know what I was thinking of doing? You remember in the old laptops, they had like if your fan broke in the laptop, they would have the fan pads that you would put underneath to keep it cool. Oh yeah. I was thinking maybe putting one of those and sitting right, in, on it in the onesie. Yeah, because if you sit on it, then it's blowing the cool air up at you and your butt. Hmm. Yeah, blowing like, in your butt. Yeah, to to like cool it off. Okay, if you're into that, then good. I mean, I'm usually There's not. a bumblebee. Yeah. It was a murder hornet that just came by. That's not a murder hornet. You actually don't know that. Um, it was a bee, not a hornet. Listen, I don't want it near me. Um, you're so mean. Yeah, So, but everything else is good, Dennis? Yeah, things are relatively good right now, yeah. yeah. My, my, I think I, I've been building a lot in Minecraft and the world that me and James play in. And I, and I think like my building skill has gone up like a half a level in the past week because I've been focused on building rather than farming stuff. And also James, I don't know the last time you saw Dennis, but he actually has uh, got a mean mustache that's coming in. Yeah. I'm trying. Really? It's not really mean. It's, it's pretty good. It's really out of laziness. I'm not, I haven't shaved. But, like, I keep trying to grow it out to see if it'll come in fuller, and it just doesn't. Like, no, I can't grow. I, I, see it, I see it happening. Here's a question. You guys are you're pretty studious. So, you know how they always say, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, yeah, okay. that's easy. So, what came first, the mustache or everybody's favorite yellow condiment, the mustard? Huh? Mustache. mustache. Mustache? Definitely. What do you think, James? Um, yeah, the mustache had to yeah. Is it because men have been hairy since back in, in the since, caveman yeah, days? Since before we ever learned to process spices into other condiments. Because yeah. I know <laughs> like a lot <laughs> a lot of people think that the uh, you know, mustard comes from the mustard seed and that's how it got its name. But it's really not. 
it's that the guy that originally concocted the idea of the mustard seed had a mean mustache. And yeah, I'm going to call BS on that one. Hmm? I'm calling BS <laughs> on that one. You know what? Look it up. That's all I have to say. You want okay. me? Look it up. Hold on. Don't look it up right now. Look it up. <laughs> I'll send you the Wikipedia page. <laughs> and then you can look that up. Serious. These are the things that, that go through my head at all hours of the day. Yeah. Not even at night. It's, well, what uh, came first, the orange fruit or the orange color? Definitely the color orange. Really? Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. That's right. So thanks for asking. My uh, Easter was pretty good. Um, <laughs> I, I did dress up as an Easter bunny. Um, oh, I saw that picture. That oh, I actually, I, I did a whole photo shoot. Really? Um, I did a photo shoot. I found a, um, it's not offensive calling it an oriental rug, right? If like that's the kind that's of rug, the, no, isn't it? That's the term of the rug, yeah. Like that's so that's what it's rug. called. Okay, yeah. I just I just I don't want to get hated on. So I was on an Oriental rug, and I took I did a whole photo shoot, a whole spread. I'll send it to you guys. I don't like calling it spread when it's a guy. I feel it's it's not what it should you be. You know what you you started doing, but in the last couple of days you haven't done it. Is you started giving us daily dad jokes. Oh yeah, through our text stream. Well, because the response, you didn't respond to the last one. So I said, why am I doing this? You do it anyways. I concoct these memes. I respond to LOL. Like, I have a habit of not responding to text till like hours later. But eventually I'll respond to it. Well, you you guys seemed like you didn't like it. James, you didn't like it, right? I like all your dad Uh, jokes. I like them. You're making a lot more work for me now. Daily dad jokes. Okay. It's a necessity. I'll find it. Do it for my sobriety. I'll go find it. Stay sober. Do the next right thing. All right. Well, yeah. So my update is everything's good. Um, My, let me see. By the next episode, my daughter will be gone being potty trained in the Keys. Uh, this upcoming weekend, she's going away for an entire week, which will be the... Are you sending her to, like, potty boot camp? (laughs) No, I'm actually... I don't want to do it, but her mother does. Her mother, like, their family does this thing where the grandmother in on that side of the family has taught the children how to be potty trained. And for whatever reason, my ex-mother-in-law is adamant that she could do it best you know and so i guess we'll see so is it like a potty training like cult or yeah. or yeah, is she wanna, like the potty training whisperer because like the it's guru my ex-mother-in-law i do want to call it a cult yeah. but um no I'm, I'm joking uh no i think i think it's just something that you know it's a tradition that she really wants to do and uh you know, experts and different teachers are like, ah, uh, she's not really interested in it, so it's not going to work. And I'm hoping that it does, you know, if it's supposed to. But I'm willing to do this. This will be the longest seven days um, that I've spent without my, my daughter. And uh, I will tell you that if it doesn't work and she comes back, I'm not going to say I told you so. But I will say, no, I don't want to do this again. You know, like I'm I'm not willing to give up two weeks away from my daughter for something that didn't work just because, oh, maybe it'll work now. Um, I don't want that to be the purpose because I know she's going to she's going to hate it and it's going to make her feel really uncomfortable anyway for an entire week. 
and I just want the time to come when it's right. And everybody says that it it does. Some people aren't potty trained until their dentist's age. Yeah. So I'm not saying the dentist isn't potty trained, but dude, when they you know, invented the pens, I was like, look, I don't need to learn. Society's providing me with a solution. So why why bother? Yeah. They're comfortable. You're leaking, by the way. I should change that. I'll change it after the podcast. So, so that's uh, that's what's new with me. So, I'm gonna try to uh, to fill my days. I'm probably gonna hit a couple extra meetings. You know, uh, punch the old uh, proverbial, uh, you know, uh, punching bag. Hey, hey, punching bag. You know, see if any candy comes out like a pinata. And uh, yeah, that's about as much bad analogies I can come up with. <laughs> um, so replacing bad habits, uh, I'll, I'll get us started just so that way you guys can see where my head's at. I was actually sitting in my car this morning and I was thinking about, uh, is in my car nowadays, I'll listen to something like 60 hours of podcasts, a lot of them spiritual podcasts, uh, other entertainment podcasts. But I used to listen to music in my car when I was drinking and I would drink. So I would listen to like old CDs or music of uh, different bands that I liked from way back when. Around the holidays, I would listen to Christmas music, which there's a lot of sad Christmas songs, by the way. I don't know if you guys know that. And I would just drink. And that was that was me beforehand. And there were different things that I um, replaced, that being one of them, where I used to, uh, the first two years in sobriety, I stopped listening to Christmas music. Because it would, uh, I don't like to use the word trigger, but it would make me remember those memories and romanticize the drink. And for me, nowadays, I can remember the good times. I can also remember the bad times. And it's not like romanticizing either way. I can differentiate between the two. But I had to replace it. And something that I found was uh, spiritual podcasts was a healthy replacement that... um, now I listen to all the time and there's a lot of really good ones out there. Um, now more than ever, when I started doing it, it was six years ago and the last year, year and a half, there's been a podcast boom that's happened. Um, I'd like to think that, by the way, the three of us are the reason that the, the boom hit because as soon as they said, Dennis is doing a podcast, yeah, I can do it better than his podcast. We're, we're trendsetters, and it's true. Yeah. You can do it better than I can. So that's uh, – <laughs> I was joking, Dennis. Jesus. So um, that was something that I replaced of um, – you know, a lot of people would be like, wait, you replaced Christmas music with podcasts? But it was something that I had to do because I was, t- I was told and I felt like um, – thinking of those things when i'm in my car so long to and from work i want to fill myself with positive stuff um instead of those you know darn jingle bells songs so were you listening to like christmas music like in the middle of june and stuff like year round i definitely would listen in july because of christmas in july because there were radio stations uh that would do that that would play and you can go on you can listen to christmas music anytime like tune in radio is one of those apps and even through a lot of the streaming services you can listen to christmas music without commercials all the time and it would bring me back to uh because i don't know like around the holidays i think my family would like drink so much they'd be like eggnog great and just do that so there was something that took some time 
to now I can listen to Christmas music and I, I see the difference between the two, but it was really unhealthy. So I got rid of it. James, do you have anything? Yeah. If we're replacing, you know, bad habits, is that the major theme here? Replacing bad habits, habits that uh, were unhealthy for you. Oh, sure. Sure. So, um, well, right now I, I just actually got a text from my, my wife last night at work. Cause, um, I drink a lot of, um, energy drinks. It's one of those things that, um, you know, I look forward to it and I have one on the way to work. I bring one to work with me. Usually I bring two. So I'm drinking three energy drinks a day, maybe sometimes less. But, um, the problem with that is if I don't drink one, I'll get a, a raging headache. And, um, and my wife says that, um, you know, sometimes it alters my mood and I can be uh, a little, you know, cranky, if you will. Or I can be a little sporadic. So she she sent me this nice article and um, she asked me to really cut down to at least one a day. And um, I I said, not only will I cut down to one a day, but I will stop drinking energy drinks by the end of this month. And I think that's just a... Uh, one of those decisions that, you know, I want to try it and, and see how life is without them. You know, it's, it is um, caffeine and it's a lot of caffeine. I drink uh, bangs, not sponsored by bangs, by the way, but those say on it that it is the equivalent of three cups of coffee. So if I'm drinking three bangs a day, nine cups of coffee and I have coffee in the morning, that's a lot of caffeine, boys. And, um, you know, I don't That's think... That's more than I was drinking. And I was drinking a lot of coffee. So, you, we, I, it's safe to say that this is not a healthy habit. Um, you know, sometimes I justify it by, well, there's no sugar and there's no carbs in it. And they sell it at GNC, so it's good. But um, GNC is not equal, like, good. <laughs> but you, that's the alcoholic mind uh, justifying so, um, you know, that's my goal, you know, so I'm going to start drinking um, less and then hopefully be done by the end of the month. I'll still have my morning coffee because um, I think that's that's understandable. But, um, you know, that's what I'm going through now. Um, you know, just the most, most, most recent, like it, I literally got a text yesterday and um, my sponsor, our sponsor, Mike, he said that he he had to cut out caffeine too because he noticed a difference in the way he behaved and the way he acted. So I'm also taking a cue from him and, um, you know, other bad habits that I've had, um, are, you know, smoking. I quit that drinking, quit that. Um, but you know, I'm just trying to keep it relevant. Um, one of the other bad habits I have now, that I got out of was I used to meditate every morning and I haven't been meditating at all for months. And again, God bless my wife. She's like, are you meditating? Cause I noticed you're, you've been very short, you know, with me uh, and you've been reactive. I was like, no, she's like, well, why don't you, why don't you uh, ask God uh, what you can do to meditate more? <laughs> so that's one of the things I got to start doing too. Just being um, transparent with you guys. That's awesome. 
you know, like speaking about the, I'm going way off subject here, but like this morning, like, you know, one of my current habits is I wake up every morning and I go set up the, the, the brick and mortar meeting, even if I'm not going to attend it, I just keep that commitment. But this morning I walked into the church and I had to walk through the chapel to go like get stuff that because we had our stuff in a different room from last week so i went to go get the stuff and i walk into the chapel and there's no one there whenever i get to the church i'm like the first one that on property like there's never anyone there but today there was candles lit in the chapel and there was like music playing that was just this like low tonal like meditation type choir like music like it was very like angelic in a way and like there was candles that were actually lit and i was like wow this is like the perfect meditation setting but i didn't see anyone like there was an i don't think anyone was there if they were they were you know in the shadows or something but it was pretty cool but yeah for me like you know habits for me are hard to break and i think that's probably true for all of us you know, we're like humans are just naturally creatures of habit. You know, we do things repetitively. Um, you know, I like before I came into the rooms, like, you know, I had the habits that revolved around alcohol and drugs. Like that was like my main habits. That's what my life was centered around. So I had like routines, you know, like get off of work, you have a drink, you know, and it's, and it was like to such a habit, like even if I didn't want to drink or I didn't like need a drink because I had a bad day or anything, it's just what I did. It was like just a reflex that I just did over and over again. And I always had a habit of like I would smoke pot while I was going to bed, you know, like I didn't need to be high. Even if I was hot ready, I would just be smoking pot while I was like reading something to go to sleep. And it was just like habitual because i did it every day like no matter what um but eventually you know breaking those habits was hard because it's the addictions to it make it like the obsession with it a lot more but um but beyond that you know obviously like to get rid of that going to meetings doing steps doing the program like helps with like that kind of stuff but then kind of like what y'all were talking about, like expanding it, like recently I've had to make a lot of changes to my habits because they weren't working for me. And a lot of it, you know, due to my anxiety and the anxiety attacks that I was having, I had, I like cut out coffee. Um, I had to get off Twitter and I had to like really look at like the things that I was doing habitually and daily and what they were doing to my, you know, mind, body, spirit kind of thing. Um, and I'm shy, so I'm getting quiet because there's like groups of women walking by. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it like, you know, a lot of, a lot of the, those changes that I made, like, especially coffee, where like James was talking, you were talking about like quitting the energy drink and to see how you felt. <laughs> after doing it i feel better i don't feel any more tired 
or less tired than I did while I was drinking coffee like all day long. But what I don't have is like the jitteriness of it, the crashing from it, like the more irritableness when you are crashing from it or not or when you don't have it, like the signs of addiction kind of. But um, mm-hmm. but like I knew I was I drank too much coffee. Like I knew that for years. And then I just put it off and I put it off and I put it off because I didn't want to change. I would be like, oh, you know, like, well, this year. I quit smoking pot. I quit drinking alcohol, you know, but then like years on, I'm still like have a lot of the same habits. So, you know, I, I, the anxiety instigated me like quitting the coffee because I was so desperate. It's like anything that could contribute to the anxiety. I need to get rid of now because I can't go through that anymore. And so it made it easier but then like I got the headaches, I got like I still wanted to drink coffee, but I didn't. But then that goes away, just like with alcohol and everything else. So I'm glad I did quit that. Then, you know, like my eating habits were horrible. So I had to like, like it's still a main focus today that I got to like eat three meals a day because I wasn't. I might eat one meal a day or not eat all that day because I would not think about it or you know, like I don't like get hungry. Like I normally get hungry. I just get nauseous and sick. So I got to like almost on a schedule force myself to create like this new habit of like eating like a normal human being three meals a day. And when I do that, I feel a hundred times better, you know, like with the anxiety, with my moods, with my energy and stuff like that. But it's like a conscious, like changing of the habit that I have to take you know, and I messed up yesterday because I didn't eat dinner last night. But to be fair, I ate a late lunch and I ate a bigger lunch than I normally do. And I had a protein shake. But then like I woke up at one o'clock in the morning and ate cake. So that counts, right? But today I'll hopefully do better. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, habits are, are hard to change. Like, I don't like change. You know, change is hard for me. I like to be in a routine that doesn't sway. And whenever, like, change comes on, I usually get anxiety and fear of it or something like that. So even, like, unhealthy habits, I tend to, like, stick to them. But, you know, I found that, like, once I start doing them, and I continuously do them, then they just, they're like, I don't know, they just become a a new habit or whatever. So they become easier. So it's like you do it without thinking. Like with the eating thing that I just went through, it would be like, I didn't want to eat, but I knew I had to eat. So I'd force myself to eat. And it was an effort. It was like a fight with myself to like eat this. And it might take me an hour to eat like a bowl of soup or something but now it's come to the point where it's just sick and it's like oh it's this time like go and eat you're not hungry but go eat anyways and it becomes that habit and i think you know you apply that to anything really but yeah i'm rambling so here you go mike no you're not rambling thanks dennis there's a lot of stuff that we got some good chuckles over sure everybody's (laughs) nodding right now right james did you chuckle yeah i chuckled yeah uh, that's Why a, are you laughing that's at me? Now we're laughing with you. Just you know, laughing. Um, I think 
when it comes down to um, unhealthy habits, the, I don't know, it was probably about a week in the program. I heard like people, places and things, which is really daunting of the things that you have to change. And I mean, it wasn't, uh, I guess don't get, uh, get it confused. I'm not saying the only, you know, bad habit that I had was being in the car listening to Christmas music. <laughs> it was it was really romanticizing the drink and early on I had to uh break break a lot of those things. Um those unhealthy habits. Uh, lying was a big one for me and what I ended up doing is every time that I felt that I was going to lie or you know sometimes or actually I would lie. I would write it down and bring it up to my sponsor. And he'd be like, well, why do you think you lied about that? And then it comes back to fear, right? And self-centeredness for me. And it's something that I had to work on, you know, and in particular, being able to uh, identify that helped me out by writing it down. So that's how I countered that uh, and replaced the, uh, the bad habit of lying with gratitude list replaced a lot of the, just the bad defects that I had to do. Uh, because if I didn't actually want the life, um, really that I had, cause things weren't, weren't so bad. I, one of my friends and we always check each other. He was my friend in Burlington and I still keep in touch with him, but it's like every like six to eight months now, we would always keep, keep, get each other, keep each other in check. And anytime we would, you know, be at a meeting where the other person would speak or now through Zoom, it's like, hey, your story changed quite a bit. And it's like, it's good when it's not as bad as you originally thought that it was, you know, because sometimes I myself get into things where the gloom and doom takes over and the story. It's like it wasn't so bad, you know, like bananas are actually delicious, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but you can't survive strictly on bananas. All right, whatever, man. You like got earlier. You got there some chicken and some maybe some banana cream pie. So that way you get some oh, cream I and cream I pie. believe was it what kind of cake was it that you had? It was like uh, Endemans crumb cake. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that last week. You really like that. You like that? My dad loves it, so it's that's why we have it. Yeah, it's so the I crumbs. It, it was there. It's the crumbs that make it delicious. You know what? I, I, and this is probably blasphemous, but I like scrape the crumbs <laughs> off because it's too much sugar. I like the cake part of it, not the crumb part. You know, you have a problem with Entenmann's. You should go to Entenmann's Anonymous when you you actually take your finger in the aluminum like pan. Mm-hmm. You take your finger and you try to like get the rest of the remnants off the bottom. You know, I just go and buy like a a half pound of powdered sugar. And just swim in it. Mm, if you're an OA meeting, maybe you go see go see Dennis. I'll be there too. What's an OA? Oh, OA. It's Overeaters Anonymous. Oh, huh? Yeah. So your cake cake eater. Yeah. I'm just, I'm actually being mean at this point. Yeah. Um. So people, I'm sorry, Dennis. I I I I will not accept your apology. I'm sorry. I have to talk to my sponsor about this. So let me pose a question for you, James. So we're all flawed. And we try to get get better uh, and more full of God. We've talked about that in the past. But with people, places, and things, 
what was the toughest to uh, deal with first as far as changes when it came to habits, people, places, or things? Um, that's probably um, things, um, you know, um, like you, you were talking about music. Um, I stopped listening to um, a lot of different music. And I switched over to like just Christian music because it it always just lifted me up. It always gave me a smile on my heart, and it was just a quick, fast track way to get close to God. Because all the music I listened to is about praising God, and I was like, "That's what I want to be doing all the time." Because I'm so thankful for what He's done in my life. You know, I give all the credit to God. You know, He, I would have been a hopeless drunk if if He hadn't stepped in when He did. And um, so definitely music, that was a big one for me. So when you brought that up, you know, I smiled and, um, you know, things I've, um, I, I used to watch, um, I used to be really bad watching pornography and that's a bad trigger for me. So um, I really all but stopped watching that because, um, you know, that's, that's not healthy for anyone. I think um, it's, it's all fake and, it, it it brought me back to because drugs and pornography usually went hand in hand. So when I do that, um, it was a it it brought me back in you know, my mindset. Like, oh, this was uh, this was always fun when I was on drugs, but um, you know, I don't I don't do that anymore. I'm not a drug addict anymore. I'm not an alcoholic. And um, so I don't need to be doing that kind of stuff. So that was one of those things that I for me personally, that I just really had to step away from. And, um, you know, again, with the, the caffeine and um, the other things I can think of just off the top of my head are, um, you know, reading more um, and just being more of service to other people. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Dennis? It didn't make any sense. Yes, it did. <laughs> um yeah i i don't know I, i'm like people don't cry like like the habits of, of like being around people can be hard especially if it's like a close friend and you don't want to break that habit or something um places i don't know when i started changing my habits i didn't really change places i live in the same neighborhood that i did so it's like I had to change my habits without changing my geographical location, which is fine. I like where I live. So that's good. Um, things, I don't know, like materialistic things or like, because like most of the habits that I had that needed a change revolved more around of like things I was consuming, like the coffee, the drugs, the alcohol, the media stuff. Those are like, probably the hardest things to change because like I was doing them daily and like multiple times a day, you know, even like being on my phone 24 seven is a habit. That's hard for me to change. You know, I'm not trying very hard at it, but it's, it's a hard one. Um, but yeah, really like right now, the main focus is my eating habits. Like I talked about earlier, 
and those are really hard for me because like I just won't think about it so I have to consciously like even if I'm not hungry or I don't feel like eating or whatever I gotta like force myself to do it and that's hard to do when you don't want to do something and you have to do it because your health depends on it is that's probably like the hardest right now what about you Mike thanks Dennis um James you still there yep yeah okay cool this is nice it's a beautiful day by the way you know my sponsor just showed up why don't you ask him we're talking about – I'll give you a minute to think about it. We're talking about um, – oh, by the way, you should definitely listen to Mike M. His uh, his episode was back – I don't know. What was it? Like seven? On the first ten. Yeah. Pre-corona. Yeah, it was pre-corona, way back. So so uh, go check that out. Today's episode, we're talking about replacing habits. So habits that were unhealthy, not even just before and then coming in, but also like – Maybe stuff that you realize through the years, like people, places and things. For me, it was really tough because uh, I was taught to, yes, replace people, places and things, but also make sure that I didn't abstain from that. So like my career and like James' career, he's a bartender. It's some people, places and things. Oh, you can't go to the bar. You can't do this. No, like that's that's actually how he makes a living, you know, like uh, part of my job is going and doing that. Uh, So my first sponsor said, just set things in place so the people, places and things change. But you're not afraid of being around those people. You just know that, like for me, one of my friends who's still out there, he's he's still um, drinking and using and his health has declined. But a week into sobriety, he's like, oh, that's so great that you're not drinking anymore. It's awesome. And then the next breath, he's like, you could still do Coke, though, right? And I'm like, no, no, that's not how that works, Ed. Like, I can't do I can't do that anymore. I can't do any of that. So instead, I would just hang out with those friends not doing that, you know, and not being in a situation like that to uh, to kind of make it. I guess get my headspace out of not have the fear of I have to change everything about my life. I have to throw all that away, but I just need to make sure that how I'm participating in that life looks different, you know, than that. Did, yeah. Did you have something to add, Mike? And th- thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. Welcome. Do we say I'm Mike, I'm an alcoholic yeah. on podcasts or it doesn't matter because it's social media. No one's listening, anyways. Oh, cool! Except for that one, that one person in in Vietnam. Um, okay, what's the subject? <laughs> habits are interesting. We don't talk enough about them. I don't think in recovery, because um, that's what this is all about. It's all about. <clears throat> creating a personality change that will sustain sobriety i kind of butchered that but that's essentially what it says somewhere and uh part of that personality change is creating a new life and the only way i can really create a new life is in the beginning with discipline but as we know discipline doesn't work works for nine months for some reason nine months why is it nine months um they say it's about the womb right 
because you can sustain in the wound comfortably for nine months, but then you want to get the hell out. So you go back to drinking. I just made that up. But um, <laughs> as far as the new habits are important. And the one thing people ask me sometimes, or I kind of just, when I'm kind of proud of my sobriety without trying to be, you know, as humble as possible, I don't talk about it too much, but the reason I have kind of a linear, I think, you know, kind of a consistent sobriety is I think because I do the exact same thing I did in the very beginning. I have not changed eight plus years later. I do the exact same thing that as I did, you know, a friend of mine says, you know, it's like, back to someone every time you hear someone say you know back to the basics he's like don't ever leave don't ever leave the basics and the basics basically are originally changing those places people places and things but it's creating these habits that that have like aligning myself more to the principles and uh, like thinking myself is like how can i have not just a physical day but how can i have a spiritual day all mixed in with this physical world. And I think that's the whole idea about rising above addiction and then these character defects that we want to be changed using that same method that we use to get rid of our largest character defect, which was drinking, we can use them in our other character defects. And I think the way I do that is by basically a better connection with this vital sixth sense or whatever you want to call it and i think that's the whole idea about creating new habits i tell there's a couple of people that i try to help out sponsor or whatever that you know they they're like 150 miles an hour at almost everything they do so i said instead of trying to change that part of their personality why not get on the course where that can be for the so in other words a good a good um compulsion i have an allergy of the mind and compulsion of the of the how's that work an allergy of the body and a compulsion of the mind Obsession of the mind. There it is. Obsession. So why not take this obsession problem that I have and flip it around? So you see people going to the gym and you see people, you know, going to a lot of meetings. So we can take the same idea and we can run with it in a more positive setting as opposed to trying to change the large character defect that I really like to go fast. I like speed. I like things coming at me all the time. That slows down the time. That is a form of running for sure because I don't have to think about myself. But over time, that kind of slows down. And then the Sundays get easier and the the, lo the lonely hours become in more enjoyable. And then you kind of look forward to that neutrality. But in the beginning, neutrality is a tough thing because it's like you're not used to it. So all of a sudden, it seems like, wow. And, uh, and when you're in neutrality, it looks like boredom and it looks like I start overthinking. When I start overthinking, fear comes in. And when fear comes in, all of a sudden I start projecting. So a lot of times this, these, these new habits can fill these blocks of time. And the other thing about, I'll say one more thing about, you know, people, places and things. Um, you know, if we were talking about this at a meeting a couple of weeks ago and it's like, you know, I really have gotten to the point after doing the step work that alcohol is not my problem. So it's, I don't avoid going anywhere, you know, and that's something, you know, for the new people, your life is not designed now to avoid things. The idea is to be able to go through those same things without, with a different response. And as you experiment around, you all, I always love to hear the new people. It's like I, they went to their first wedding, 
you know, and then they have the wedding story, you know, and then, you know, this person slid over this and instead I grabbed a Diet Coke and, the, and they're so excited that they went through this. You know, there was another one I just heard last week, a friend of mine, a new friend of mine in the program just got pulled over for the first time. <laughs> they had the insurance, they had their driver's license, they had, and they had, they were, yeah, there was nothing under the seat, you know, and it was like, you know, and they were so happy to get the ticket, you know, that all it was is just a ticket. You know, and that's the beauty of living by the principles. We don't have to duck or hive anymore. So habits are important, but re just remember the only way I can sustain a habit is not through self-discipline. Any li life run on self-discipline can hardly be a success. So I have to use the power of the program that I use to get rid of my obsession to drink to actually have these habits sustainable. I have to really think about how six and seven works for them to actually be long lasting. Otherwise, it's just going to be one of those diets, you know, that come and go. So for me, because this is a lifelong errand, I believe that getting on the right track, putting on the blinders, so to speak, and then eventually be able to take the blinders off and pretty much do everything you did before, just in a, with a sober mind. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you, buddy. Hey, James, do you have any final words to wrap it up? Uh, it's good to hear Star-Lord. I love you, buddy. He loves you. That's what he said. Aww. I know we haven't heard his story yet. Jared, did you have anything to add in? Okay. One thing. One thing? Hi, Eggsy. Hey, this, this, this worked. Maybe you'll get something out of this episode, Jared. Um, it's good seeing you, buddy. At least say hi. Hello, I'm Jared. I'm an alcoholic. All right, that's cool. That's... Yeah, we, we, we've referenced you a <laughs> yeah. few times. Uh, uh, there was a, there was a couple episodes. It was just all about you. Yeah, we're just no. We were trying to come up with a scheme to how to get you on the podcast. <laughs> this so is it. We brought Mike in. Yeah. That's why you're here right now. Because cool. we tricked you. It's all part of the plan. Yeah, right? this this is how it started. The thing is, we really like. I'm really a fan of. Not the people running around chasing sobriety, but the people that slowly, slowly pick it away and they do the same thing every day. They're in 10 years down the line. You know where they are? They're still here. It's a marathon. That's why we always call Dennis the beaver. He's always chipping away. Right? <laughs> I thought it was because I like wood. No, that's, that's not it. That is quite erotic. So we'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, <laughs> strength, and hope with you <laughs> on episode 83. We're the defective characters entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, what does the beaver say, Dennis? Chip, 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 chip. I was going to say, damn. damn. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>